Hi guys, hope everyone's well and welcome back to the Improvement Podcast. So this is going to be on peri-workout nutrition. Peri basically meaning nutrition around your workout. So this is something that can be very valuable to consider, especially if you're wanting to squeeze all the 1% and 2% out of your training or even your 5%, you know what I mean? If you want to, if you're nailing the basics, if you're eating enough, sleeping well and you're training hard, then this is something you should definitely consider because... If you want to maximise your progress, then you shouldn't leave much stones unturned, if that makes sense. So, I'm going to jump on how these, or how pre-workout, intra-workout and post-workout nutrition can affect your progress and why you want to consider them. But first of all, I'm going to give you an update on myself. So, currently, this just below or just under three weeks into my dieting phase, it was going really well, uh, training performance is still on the high, it's not as, I'm not performing as, or I'm not progressing as fast as when I was in a, a gaining phase, however, I'm still progressing, which is the main thing, and that's what we're obviously after, uh, so yeah, I'm happy with how it's going, I'm enjoying the process, and I'm enjoying seeing some changes, I'm not seeing anything extreme, usually when you like first start your diet, you don't look as big, you don't look as full because you've got less carbs, you're depleted if that makes sense and as well as that my body fat's still high so I'm not seeing a lot of detail so I've not seen anything extreme or that or really exciting but it will come, it will definitely come especially after like this check in and the one after when I start getting leaner and I start seeing the visual changes under the body fat and it's all getting taken off so hey, everything's going well and enjoying it. I'm not feeling too hungry or too tired. I'm getting to that stage where I'm looking forward to my next meal. I'm like, oh, when am I going to eat? I'm getting a bit more food focused, like thinking about food a bit more. And my energy, like I'm recording this at half six, I've had a really busy day. And I do feel pretty tired. Like I just, my, my eyes feel heavy, etc. But nothing we can't handle, of course, I'll be all good. Uh, at the end of the day, I've still got a nutritious diet that other people aren't that fortunate to have so I can't really complain can I? Uh, so starting off pre-workout nutrition so you want to make sure your pre-workout nutrition's in place why because it will set you up for success in your session so you want to make sure you're just prepared to have a good session so in terms of when you should eat it I recommend doing so about 30 to 60 minutes before your session so this is dependent on the individual too so let's say you've just start, you've just finished a diet, you're on low calories or you're in a dieting phase and you feel like your stomach's absolutely empty 20 minutes after eating it, then you can probably get away with it. Whereas let's say you're bulking, you're eating 4,500 calories like I was and you've just ate a big, like a massive meal before your session. You probably don't want to be training and doing anything 20 minutes after. You might want to leave slightly more if you can because you'll feel sluggish. It won't be proper digested. Whereas you'll digest food better when you're like dieting, when you've not got as much food coming in. So yeah, it depends what phase you're in. And just personal, like it's just dependent on the individual. Like who am I to say you should wait 60 minutes if when it gets to 60 minutes, you start feeling hungry again, you it just doesn't work for your routine and you feel like you can train on 30 minutes and your performance is worse so it's not like it's not like there's a set in stone figure so 
play a bit with it, keep it consistent, and then what I like to say is, if something's consistent, then you can change it. If you don't have consistency, you don't know if it's working, you don't know if it's not working, and you don't know if it's like broke or if it could be improved. You need to keep things the same in order to actually spot improvements. If you keep chopping and changing things, you have no idea. And next up, just about as every meal in the day should, you should have some protein in your meal. Ideally, 25 grams or more. The reason why is we want uh, 25 grams for it to be effective. So, protein basically spikes muscle protein synthesis. And this just helps us recover and puts us in a good state to grow muscle. So, that's all you really need to know about it. And for most folk, you need 25 grams. Uh, if you're a smaller person, like say like you're a, a very light female, you probably can get away with 20. But I'd just try and, unless you have like a really, really good reason not to, I'd just go for 25 grams. You might as well. And uh, yeah, like I said, it spikes muscle protein synthesis, puts you in a good place to grow muscle, which is probably why you're listening to this because you're interested in growing muscle or losing body fat. And if you are just interested in losing body fat, the more muscle you have, the more body fat you burn. So next up, we want to consider how much fat we're having before our session. The reason being is fat slows down how fast we release carbohydrates. There's also other rules of fat, but for the purpose of this podcast, all we need to know is it slows down how much, how fast we really release carbohydrates. So we don't want to have no fat during our pre-workout meal because if we are on let's say you're on really low calories like let's say you're me at the moment i'm doing quite a harsh cut and if i didn't have fat then i'll just burn through my carbohydrates i won't have any towards the end of my session and as a result my blood sugar levels will drop my performance will drop and basically i won't have any energy available because carbs are used for energy so if we've not got fat to keep it slowly releasing i'll just run out if that makes sense i'll just spike up blood sugar will spike down and then I'll not perform well during my session. So that's something to definitely consider. And as for carbohydrates, about 70 to 80 grams would be ideal. But obviously it depends how much carbohydrates you're on. For example, someone who's, let's say like a 50 kilo some, uh, sorry, a 50 kilo female will have much less than a 100 kilo male. So it is person dependent, but just make sure you've got a decent amount and amount you feel like you're satisfied with you have energy with around your session but yeah I, I think if if you have enough carbohydrates in your diet to eat a lot before and after your session that's where you should be prioritizing it yes it might mean you're hungry in the morning but if you're wanting to perform your very best this is where you should eat the most carbohydrates basically uh, but obviously if it's unsustainable doing so and you need to spread them out because you can't stick your diet otherwise and that becomes more important but that's a, a topic for another day so as for intra workout intra is just during so this is just meaning during your workout we want to limit muscle protein breakdown and increase muscle muscle protein synthesis so what does these fancy words mean so we when we train we break down our muscles by lifting weights usually on the way down the eccentric portion when we're lowering the weight and muscle protein synthesis we get that through protein and like it spikes muscle protein synthesis and puts us in a that basically puts us in a state where we grow and repair our muscle so 
if you think about it, if you have a lot of muscle protein breakdown, it's like digging yourself in a hole. So if you dig yourself in a hole to recover and grow muscle, you need to get yourself out the hole at first, and then you have to jump up and then increase from there. Whereas if we can not break down, then it means we won't have a hole and we can just go up and then build muscle, build muscle. We won't have ourselves getting broken down a lot during our sessions if we limit it. And then we can just spend less time recovering, train more frequently, progress more frequently, as a result, grow more muscle. So, to get in how we can limit muscle protein breakdown, uh, we know insulin basically slows down how fast we break down muscle, which can be done by having carbohydrates. So, if you ever see people have like carbs during their session in the form of powder, like cyclic dextrin is one of them I use. There's dextrose. Uh, there's all sorts. Maltodextrin, cluster dextrin. But basically, taking carbs during your session stops you breaking down as much muscle and you're not as sore. Sim to basically put it simple and not confuse you. So I recommend, yeah, if you can afford it, have some carbohydrate powder during your session. I use cyclic dextrin from my protein it's not much different from other companies to be fair and it's a good price so that's what i use and uh ben i think it's ben p for discount or go on ben prentice's instagram use his discount code and uh, you'll get some money off he i'm sure you i'm sure he said his youtube video that he he makes more than, no he has a bigger discount than eddie hall so he must be bigger and as for how you can increase muscle protein synthesis, or in other words, put you in a better state to build muscle. Essential amino acids do that. So protein is made up of essential amino acids. And so it's basically like broken down protein, you could look at it, and this can be consumed in a beverage, in water, as, as well as cyclic dextrin to just to stop your muscles, sorry, just to increase your muscle protein synthesis, put you in a better position to build muscle and uh, perform well and make more progress. Simple as that. So I recommend taking three grams of leucine worth. So whatever, like if you ever have essential amino acids, if you read the back, it'll tell you how much is in like 10 grams and 10 grams is usually like three grams of leucine, but look on it. If you're not sure and it doesn't tell you in the back, just shoving 15 grams. Be aware, these carbs and these uh, essential amino acids will have calories in them. However, what I recommend is put them in your diet, just keep them in, and then you don't have to worry about the calories. In my diet, I don't track the calories I have in my intra-workout because it doesn't change year-round. So what really matters when you're dieting isn't how much calories you're eating, it's eating less eating less for you to lose weight so as long as it's the same and i'm not changing it or having more one day and less other then i'll be all good and the reason why you don't want to eat a protein shake and a banana for carbs and protein during your session is because when we're training we're in a sympathetic state so we're in a roused state we're in a state where we don't digest food well and Carbohydrate powder and essential amino acids don't need a lot of digesting. They're kind of broken down already, so we just use them when we consume them. And yeah, we're ready to go. So we don't want a lot of foods that's sitting in our stomach because if we do need to digest food, 
that's blood getting taken away from the muscles we're training and into our stomach instead so that's not really going to help because we know blood basically helps us recover and perform well during our sets and in terms of hydration something very very important being even slightly dehydrated is shown to have a negative effect on your performance so i just recommend having like one and a half liter during your session depends how long your session is of course but i think that's a good good rule to stick by something like that uh, and the reason being is one so you're hydrated two because in order to be able to transport carbs into our muscles which help us like just basically perform well and us to recover we need around one and a half liters to two liters i believe because i i it just basically aids it simple as that i remember seeing that which i think is very valuable because you could be taking the supplements during your session but you could be holding yourself back by how much water you're drinking which is something weird to think and uh quite uh not not shocking but quite interesting i think and next up the last supplement you can take during your session that i take is a hydration formula as a, as it says on the tin it's to hydrate you so you're not dehydrated during your session because if like i said if you're dehydrated you don't perform as well so it just makes sure you're in a good spot to perform and if you don't want to buy a hydration formula you can just put salt in your drink this might sound minging but if you've got essential amino acids they'll be flavored and you won't taste it so simply putting about three grams of salt in is ideal two to three grams and that will ensure you're hydrated if you don't want to buy a hydration formula and uh, take care of those needs so i think that covers intro workout pretty much fine saying that talking about salt also salt your meals before and after your session if you don't want to weigh your food and weigh the salt just salt it until you can taste it until it's got a nice taste to it or if you want to weigh it put uh, two to three grams of salt on each meal then that would be ideal so jumping into post-workout you should eat your post-workout once you are in a relaxed state so you shouldn't jump off your last set and tan a protein shake that's not necessary you don't need to do it immediately after 15 minutes but it's good reason to if you feel like you're relaxed you're able to eat the food without any like stomach discomfort from training then do so and the reason why you should have carbohydrates better is because you simply utilize them better after your session so you we store glycogen in our muscles right glycogen is glucose which is from carbs and we use that for energy so we've used our energy so we'll have less glycogen stores and this is a good reason to have carbs so we can replenish them saying that it doesn't happen like we don't have zero glycogen stores in our muscles after a session or we very 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 rarely do unless you're got no got no body fat on you and you basically have no carbs for <laughs> i don't know for how long i'm not sure but it's it doesn't go to zero usually we deplete like 40 percent of it however regardless if it's got benefit for like a uh, replete having filling up our glycogen stores it's a time where we are usually hungry so it makes sense to have it then and yeah we utilize carbohydrates better as well as well as obviously our glycogen stores being a bit emptier so 
if we utilize it better we have opportunity to put the carbs directly into our muscles help them recover and if you recover better like i said we'll perform better in our next session we'll be able to do more work and recover from work and still progress while doing more work next up muscle protein synthesis again just eat protein around your session uh, 25 grams of protein worth is ideal get from whatever you like but just make sure it sits well as always and something you can enjoy so you stick to it as for fats you don't really need fats after your session the reason being is we want to get carbs in our muscles as soon as possible so unless it's like your last meal of the day then you might want to but you don't really need to have fats after your workout because it, it kind of just get disrupts what we're trying to do get carbs in our muscles as fast as possible while also spiking muscle protein synthesis to put us in a good place to recover so just think must not muscle protein breakdown isn't bad it, it kind of triggers muscle growth but muscle protein synthesis should be looked at as we want that we don't want a lot of muscle protein breakdown so if we can have more muscle protein synthesis that's good you know what i mean we should want that and uh, i think that's pretty much it just make sure before your session as well don't know if i touched on it whatever you're eating sits well with you digest really well and you feel like you can train because you don't want to have like deep fried mars bar or pizza or something like that ridiculous before your session that bags you up a lot so bear that in mind and yeah so like i said if you are a beginner you don't need to do these they will help definitely but you don't need to and if you're someone who doesn't like eating the same thing every day what you could do is you could just keep your pre-workout and post-workout meal the same maybe have an intro workout and the reason why is because it's going to be a lot of a pain trying to hit your calories while still having the right amount of fats, protein, carbs before and after your session. My apologies, I didn't even touch on carbs post-workout. So carbs post-workout, again, it depends how much carbs you have, but something like 90 to 120 is probably like a, a good rough idea of what you want. The reason being is because, like I said, this is where we can digest it best so it makes sense to do so like why why wouldn't we you know what i mean and of course stay hydrated throughout the day hydrate going into your session salt both meals i think that's answered about everything if i left anything unanswered about like peri-workout nutrition just let me know and i'll be more than happy to answer it and expand further whatever it's through instagram i give you a voice note or whatever but yeah thank you very very much for listening if you have done feel free to share this on your story it'd be much appreciated or like it subscribe follow to whatever you're listening on whatever you can do to support it it's greatly appreciated as always so yeah hope you've enjoyed this one and took some value out of it cheers